Hello everyone and welcome to the Power9 Podcast. My name is Mika, I'm one of your hosts alongside the Magic God, Cass Egg. What's up? Uh, the quiz master, Dennis. Why am I the Dennis quiz Xiao. master? Yeah. And uh, Joe Fu. What's up? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe has no nickname. Angry Man Joe. Yeah, angry, angry Joe Fu. Hey. I got a bad rap. Joe, yeah, on, Joe the Angry Man Fu. This is a horribly bad rap. <laughs> Don't let me joke with you. But it's well deserved. Yeah. I'm only angry when people like Cass piss me off. Yes, yeah. If he would, didn't say stupid things. But I would you never an- be angry, man. But are you angry? <laughs> yes, you are. Still angry, <laughs> bro. Angry person. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, hi guys. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, this is the first time, I think, Joe, guess? this is the first time you, uh, you're you on the show, right? Yes. Yeah, we always talk about it on the stream. That we need you on the show, mm. but that's uh, all lies. To talk, to talk about the past, to talk <laughs> about how the hey day. Thanks for letting people know how old <laughs> I am. Uh, and today you're actually here because we were talking about the hey day. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, make yeah. me feel old, asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you see, we're all angry man. Older, yeah, man. Angry man. Angry man. Angry man. All right, so that will be your nickname from now on, Angry Man. I mean, it has been my Joe, nickname for a while. Joe, Angry Man, fool. <laughs> Got the, you say, are we all playing Valiant Force? Yeah, I'm doing my gold mine, bro. Yeah, I'm doing man, my gold mine, but I, I can pay attention. I can multitask. <laughs> I'll try. What the shit, man? I only got two turns to finish the last round. Uh, for those of you at home, don't play Valiant Force. But you got to support your Thank local... You. Yeah, yeah, yeah eighty percent of our listeners are not local, by the way. So <laughs> well, I think only like five percent of people. I think I saw the servers being uh, there's a Chinese server now, so I think it's open to like China now. The game it is. Yeah, oh. I think it's gonna be open to the US soon. And soon it's soon. And it's what well, it was voted like top one top hundred app in uh, both Google Play Store and uh, and the Apple Store. That don't mean shit, man. That means yeah. shit, man. It means that, that your game mean generates mean a lot of revenue. Uh, money. 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 It's all about the money. Press, press those gems. Press those gems, bros. Uh, okay, so today's episode is going to be about the past or the coming future. Uh, there was an article on February 9th about the return of nationals and changes to Grand Prix. And for those of you who are a little irritated with my voice right now, I'm kind of sick. Sexy. So yeah, it's got sexy voice. This cost I'm you Batman. That's because yeah. you use all your, your powers to win the to game win day the yesterday. Game day, yeah. uh, before we go into that, let me introduce you to the show. You're listening to the Power 9 Podcast every week. You can find new episodes on power9podcast.com, mtgcast.com and on iTunes. Uh, before we start on the news, we start off every show with My Week in Magic. Ring. Ring. Oh, guess how was your... Uh, I went to one. I lost to Grixis Delver. Uh, I modern, mis- right? Okay, so yeah, we'll yeah. play modern. I made a you mis- only play modern. I made a mistake. He had five cards left in his deck. Uh, he had Tarsiga, Stampcaster, and a book. Did he uh, like just Doomsday or something? Five no, cards, he basic- five cards left in deck. Like just five cards left. I I knew that he might have one more Tarsiga in the deck. So uh-huh. he had one card. I won. I drew Tarsiga. So I was like, you know, if his Tarsiga is a good hit because you know I I can't deal with a four five boy because I have no cards in hand, no board, no man lands. I'm playing Abzan. Okay. So I thought he's and he bolts my face. So I go from fifteen to ten, and then he proceeds to top that co- uh, stamp caster to Korgan's Conan, take another stamp caster, stamp caster bolt my face again, and then top that Korgan, and I just lose <coughs> the game flat out from there. With only five cards left in his deck. So Do you have like two. Did you uh, think about the two life though? I thought about it, and, and that the the benefit was that. Uh, he only had one snapcaster and it was approaching last five turns. Uh-huh. I knew that if he played the draw go game, he wouldn't kill me in time. But I needed. I, I felt that the Tossies back then when I was playing, it was a mistake. But then looking back, I felt it was a mistake because there was but a chance. Did you that calculate? Do you calculate that the two damage did matter? Or yeah, not? yeah, the two damage did matter in the end. Uh, I drew oh, a blocker okay. just before I died, so actually the. <coughs> The two damage on Thoughtseize actually did make a very big difference. I would have Lord. won the game based on him just decking himself out. So that was oh, a mistake. Okay, okay, I see. Uh, my second opponent, I cannot remember for life. Oh, I played against another Grixis Delver. Okay. Main Shen, and I yeah, beat man, him. that night there was a hell of Grixis hey. Delver. All our feature matches were Grixis Delver decks. Because everybody's like, oh my god, fade to push, guys. Fade to push so good. You uh, get that and then my last opponent was uh, Green White, out of the Brute. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah. saw that yeah. deck on stream. Oh that was man, that was hilarious, sweet. man. Yeah, I beat him because my deck basically kills every one of his combo pieces. 
okay. before he gets to come out. So I just one for one him all the way. Happy lah, you yeah. so proud of yourself. Yeah, I mean the deck destroyed everyone. <laughs> so you know, I'm kind of happy that I won him. Uh, That's he, hilarious, he, man. Like he'll yeah. come down and like mm. the one card meal actually did feel very effective. Uh, you could actually feel. Like the the, the the thing just like drop. I need the land. Oh, there goes my land. Why? Yeah, and uh, Why? the worst the worst part was I was playing Green Player, so like I have to think about like which cards I put oh, on top yeah. and shit. It's like, uh, what if he knew he's gonna mute this away? He's definitely he's gonna definitely land. gonna drop like uh, this thing, and then you keep yeah. two cards so and the, then he the drops problem is fetch if land. You, if you keep three cards and he lays a fetch land, like fetch fetch card something, then you lose all three cards. If you put <laughs> it on top. So like, uh. Why? Why do I do But that? I think it's an interesting thing. I enjoyed playing against it. It was quite funny. Uh, but sounds like a fun deck, though. You have the green black rock deck, basically uh, just bash face, right? Just no, I'm playing the Abzan. I've I've Abzan Abzan rock back. Yeah, rock back. because lingering souls is a good card. Yes, of it's course. It's a ridiculously just, good card. Just cast and beat and cast and beat. Yeah. Yep. And um, <laughs> basically. That's all for my night in modern. Uh, I mean, hopefully, if the new changes, you know, we'll be able to win more, more so. Uh, how about you? Nope, I've not played Magic. No, not this week. Not this week. Not the yeah. last week. Uh, Joe, Joe went to play Paradoxical Outcome. Oh, the McDonald's. Food is here. Food you can eat during here. the podcast, but I think uh, some people will be angry. I'm not gonna enjoy my my hotcakes, yeah. man. Hotcakes. Hotcakes. Hotcakes are meant to be uh, hot. Mm. We'll get Joe back to describe his his fight his fight with Paradoxical Outcome. Uh, but I played quite a bit of Magic yesterday. Yes, I played. Uh, so we've heard. Yeah, so you've heard. Uh, champion, game day champion again. Yay! Uh, See, whenever wow. the smaller sets come <laughs> out, right, I get to win the game day play mat. Get to sound all the noobs. Uh, feels bad. Man. Yeah, man, but it feels so good. Feels so good on this side of the table. Advocates building community kills kills kill, new, new kills players. Kills players. Kills players. Yeah. Well, yeah, once in a while, once in a while, I treat myself by playing an actual good deck. <laughs> Uh, but today I brought the jank, man. Today I brought the absolute jank. I'm playing the Saffron Olive Special. Saffron Olive Special. Uh, turn 4 Ulamok with uh, Indomitable Creativity. Okay. That'll, oh. be, that'll be fun. Sounds yeah. like a bad Sounds day. like a bad, yeah. Sounds what? like I'm going to go really... going to go very bad, badly. Because you cast, you cast something and then you get a... Yeah. You investigate, you get yeah. one of those clues and then, then you, you, do you get rid of the, the clues. Creativity. The only... Creature in your deck is Ulamok. Yeah, I mean, I had the idea before, but then I thought about it and I was like, no. No, this is a bad deck. I mean, I. I I got to try hard. The problem with the indomitable creativity is that you might end up hitting some. Like, it depends on how the deck list is run because you can hit something. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. It's only spells. It's done Ulamok. That's the only creature in the deck. What if you lost Legacy, your ass? Then you are. Then you lose? Oh, then there's Fevered Visions. Oh. Yeah. So oh. it's not so bad. I can hear the, I can feel the struggle. It's tangible. <laughs> no? so like, feel yeah, Fevered Vision. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I already won yesterday. La. I don't want to bring the same deck. Break, break, ego stroke. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to bash like people's faces. It's like yesterday, uh, the minute, I think I was playing against Perrin. So I played Perrin. Uh, during the the Swiss rounds and then during the semi-finals. Okay. And so, during the Swiss rounds, Peyron, like, missed one land drop and he got wrecked, like, both games. And then during the finals, right, it was like, uh, we played we played a good even match and he still got wrecked. And I'm like, hmm, this game hard. I went, oh, this was this was hilarious. Like, he, he was able to stall out the board so he had Ishkana and stuff like that. And he was hitting wait, me wait, for wait. three a turn with What Ishana. were you playing? So I was playing green black, ah. green black energy. Uh, very aggressive deck. Plays uh, Glint Sleeve Siphoner. It's a pretty good deck. It's a it's a fun deck to play. Okay. Uh, you just have to sequence uh, your draws. You just have to sequence well, la, Okay. Uh, and keep a good hand. So we were we were at this uh, bot stall state. Okay. I had Rishka and a few creatures and a walking ballista, and he had. Uh, Ishkana and nine ma- and seven mana, so he was draining me for three a turn. Okay. So my objective was to get this walking ballista up to ten. So he had, he had ten life left. I had nine life left. 
So within the next few turns, I need to get this walking ballista up to 10 wow. and then kill you. Uh, and I managed to do that. La. I was like, mm, just on the last few turns. I think I was left at six life and then I just shot him. So, so basically, he had one draw. He had one Ishkana activation two. before you, he died. La. No, he had two Ishkana activations. I, no, I started at 15. Oh, right. Uh, okay. So he had three Ishkana activations. The minute he made the first Ishkana activation, I was like, mm. that's a clock. Plan B. I can't beat him with anything yeah, anymore. Like, all my creatures aren't, aren't as big as his. And so, mm, plan B, let's go down the walking ballista route. And uh, yeah, let's just keep pumping the walking ballista. Man. <laughs> it's hilarious, man. Oh my god, man. Conformist, man. <laughs> playing them legit decks. Oh, yeah. Playing those broken, broken decks. Uh, how, Joe? How was your week in Magic? Well, I played the Paradoxical Outcome deck in Standard. Yeah. Just how? for fun, because Mark built the deck. Because you know Mark likes to build goofy decks, right? Yes. It's a lot of fun, actually. It's a lot of fun. But yeah, if you don't draw paradoxical outcome, you die. Is that like the the end statement? Like yeah, really. I, I think that 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 really sums up the deck, uh, very well. Like I think that you can probably get away with, um, like just trying to gain life against an aggro plan. Oh, but yeah. that only works if you can draw the paradoxical <laughs> outcome because eventually they will just put enough power into play and then you won't be able to deal with it because you don't have any mass removal you don't have any removal to speak of doesn't it have like engulf the shores to like push everything well back? not Mark's deck not Mark's so yeah, I don't know what's Mark going on like, there Mark's like yeah, the deck plays 17 lands which is surprisingly robust I mean given the fact that you holy know, shit yeah, you, can, you actually lands. draw through quite a bit of shit um, okay. it's blue white right it's blue white yeah it's Shram Shram is actually I find really important but Mark only yeah. plays two copies Ooh. yeah so okay. I think it was only two copies I, it felt like it was only two copies because I never <laughs> drew it um, <laughs> I never came into it why yeah I think like the cranes are not as good because they don't deter any kind of ground game against legitimate creatures oh yeah so besides the fact that they get you an artifact and some amount of card advantage I think that Shram is strictly better mm-hmm. because you definitely want to have one in play um yeah, but I like there was one game where I drew like nine or twelve extra cards with reverse engineer and shrimp. <laughs> and I didn't see a paradoxical outcome. So I think that the deck, if it wants to be really good, it needs to have some some amount of redundancy. And like, there's an argument that Baral's expertise is that redundancy. I don't think so because you don't draw cards. I don't think Baral's expertise yeah. may be that redundancy. Uh, maybe Baral's expertise Baral? is good if you have shrimp in play. If you don't oh, have a man, way to yeah. draw a card off it, then it doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah, because so yeah, you can bounce your own stuff as well, right? It doesn't mean that you, yeah. you yeah. bounce yeah. your own. So you just bounce everything yeah. that you own and then <laughs> just like wreck face. But it, it's it's awesome when it works. <laughs> Sound, sounds like true steel. <laughs> when it doesn't work. When and if it works. So uh, <laughs> it when it doesn't it, work. Yes. Yeah, when you don't draw the paradoxical outcome. Sounds like the bane of every combo player. Yeah. I didn't throw a combo piece. QQ. <laughs> Life is hard. Where did my ad nauseum go, man? Hey. My Lotus Bloom. True Steel Paladin. Ah. Oh, man. I have to try that deck. The Pure Steel and Shram. Oh, Pure Steel. No. Oh, bad time so to try no, it, though. No, Pure Steel Paladin is expensive now. Oh, uh, I played it against in a GPT, I even though four, I was playing I for fun. Yeah. When you hit the Fatal Push, and you're, 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 if you're playing the True Steel Paladin, you're like. <sighs> <laughs> yes It's not a good feeling I can tell you But for me The one who fatal push Your, your paladin If he's mm. good <laughs> Feels like I just won the game It's good uh, Alright Let's get on With the news uh, This week There was an article That was written On the 9th of February By uh, Helena Or Helene Berjot She is our uh, What's her title uh? The head, head of, of organized uh, play, right? Yeah, head of organized yeah. play. So, oh, he's got the bio here. Yeah, okay. So she's the head of organized play, like, if I remember correctly. She's from France. She is indeed the head uh, of organized play. Director of organized play and trade marketing. Wow. Trade okay. Marketing. Trade marketing. So, lots of changes coming to the big events this year. Uh, let's start off with the first which is, uh, should we start with the smallest one or the biggest one? Let's start with GPs. GPs okay. and the Pro Tour. Because it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff to, to uh, deconstruct. All right, let's talk about GPs and uh, adjacent events. So this year saw the last Super Sunday series. We have no more Super Sunday series. Uh, for those of you who don't know, and I did not actually realize that Super Sunday winners, they get invited to Watsi. I thought they just get like, yeah, win. Do they? 
they do. They get invited to like uh overall <coughs> championship of all the Super Sunday all the Super winners. Sunday winners, right? And then I think the winner of that, uh, this one you have to check. Um, the winner of that gets an invitation, uh, in- invite to something to join what's Wizards of the Coast. I don't know whether it's Wizards. I of the don't Coast, think that's a prize, right? But I think the <laughs> price payout. I think it's like ten thousand. Yeah, 10, it's yeah. the equivalent of another GP basically. So okay. it's like yeah. you've won a GP. <coughs> that's that's. There's some other bit. thing to that. Like, I think like you're invited. I'm not sure whether you're invited to the invitation or the World Magic no, no, Championship. No, no, you're not. Not. I don't think so. Yeah. Super so Sunday I, series. I, like the Super Sunday series champion of the overall oh, event. Okay, okay. I think he is, but I or she is. Sorry, mm. don't mean to be genderist. Yeah, yeah, he or she. Whoa, whoa, equally as correctness. Yeah, yeah, equally as capable. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some they, phenomenal, they, some phenomenal yeah, players. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no more no more Super Sunday series. Uh, instead, we are going to replace it, or not we? What's he's going to be replacing it with the old Pro Tour qualifiers as one shot events that oh, players can participate yeah, on you. Sunday, and they get invited to the Pro Tour. So uh, describe the old Pro Tour qualifier. I remember PTQs. I never played the P- PTQs before. It was uh, WMCQ, but you just it's it's basically like playing for WMCQ. Mm-hmm. It's a one shot tournament. Yeah, it's a one shot tournament. You win a PTQ, you qualify for a Pro Tour. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's as simple as that. Uh, it's pay for your airfare as well. Yeah. Yeah. Same same thing as the RPTQ winner. Alright. Yeah, so it's the exact same thing, and it's good like, because you know the, with the number of GPs, it means uh. People who really want to qualify now, there's there's more avenues for it. Like instead of just grinding for PBDQs, then hope, hoping you win the RPDQ because you're competing against another sixty plus players again. Yep. This is a one shot thing. Yeah. So it makes it it feels like it's more worthwhile to go for GP. You know, have a holiday and play Magic, and you know, if you if you don't make it in the GP, you at least can play in the PDQ. Yeah. And if you're true. if you're really looking forward to like joining the Proto train or whatever, it, it gives you more avenue for play. Like. I think it's fine. I think mm. it's fantastic. Uh, so no. we're gonna. I mean that that means that you increase the number of pro tour participants by let's say uh, twenty 50, a season. Probably more than that. No, uh, 50, there are fifty. Yeah. I think oh, this yeah. year oh, there are fifty-seven events. A season probably is yeah. a season lah. Like season. Yeah. So you divide it's that by oh, four. Oh, a season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you divide so it by fifteen, four, 10, right. fifteen to twenty yeah. players. Yeah. <coughs> and that uh, yeah, that will you know that will feed into the. To the Pro Tour So the Pro Tour Will have more participants Each one will have Let's say like Yeah 15 players Extra mm. Uh, mm, Per yeah. Pro Tour The maximum capacity Of the Pro Tour qualifier Is set at 225 First come first serve So 225 is a 9 round tournament That's it Full stop For Pro Tour So for basically For the qualifier PT- tournament Yeah for the qualifier yeah. Uh, PTQ Yeah so I'm not sure How good that is For the American TOs Or any of the TOs really Um and the players because like I, I think that in Singapore we are a bit cloistered because our mentality in Singapore has always been since the, the, the start of magic in Singapore has been, always been a very competitive uh, oh, mindset yeah. very similar to Japan very similar to some of the rest of the Asian countries mm. very little casual here uh, we <laughs> talk about this a lot there's very little EDH there's very little casual um, but in America it's very different there are a oh, lot yeah. of players who are at a GP uh, purely because they're there for the magic experience right right? and like they may not be interested in qualifying for pro tour and some of these people are they they have very high stress jobs so even if they do qualify for pro tour they might not be able to go for it yeah Yeah. so the super sunday series i felt like gave a lot of casuals just an opportunity to play more magic for with the the prize at the end of it so i'm not Mm. sure what the prize is going to be now Okay. Uh, what what the new proto qualifiers on the on the Sundays of GPs are going to be? But it has to be lucrative enough for the the players to play because if it's not, then the TOs lose a very very large source of income uh, on Sundays, and I, that I, makes it harder for everybody. That's the thing. I wouldn't imagine. I mean, like in Singapore, we, we look at it as just more chances to get into the pro yeah. tour, right? But like, uh, that's that's actually a very interesting perspective. I didn't realize, like, uh, you know, I I didn't think about. The casual, like uh, a larger section of casual mm-hmm. players, are uh, going to the GPS. But won't that bring more competitive players to the GPS then? Like, uh, the fact that okay, so the, the what my first reaction is okay, this is going to increase the number of attendance at GPS, which is great because GPS uh, currently I have been losing, have been losing a lot, especially in this region. Like the attendance rate has been a lot lower. Uh, besides Japan, I think Japan is uh, one of the exceptions 
where they, you know they they're maxing out, they're capping every single time. Uh, so you know, my first instinct is that hey, that's good. You know, GP will have a lot more players, will drag out more of the competitive players to play in the GP. But uh, you know, with that said, like that's uh, you know, you're going to lose a bit more of the casual players. No, I I mean I find that Secondly. that maybe again that is a very local perspective, very Asia mm-hmm. Pacific perspective. The American GPs have been growing in attendance, if anything. Uh, okay. Um, maybe not as much as last year. <coughs> last year there was a massive spike where we saw every event capped. Um, well, not oh, actually. Yeah, sorry, true, no, yeah. no, we're already in 2017. I'm sorry. 2015, 2015. Yeah, 2015. There was, there was a very big spike where every tournament was capped. Yeah, um, yeah. There were a lot of like 2,000 plus player GP events mm. uh, Last year I think less so A lot of the events were like at 1,007, 1,008 And maybe that was the impetus uh, For them to try and increase uh, GP attendance But I don't think that that is the biggest determining factor I think the biggest determining factor is things like Hurricanes Like when we were in GP Atlanta <laughs> oh, And then uh, there goodness. was Hurricane George or whatever Natural was disasters up, yeah, was coming up the coast And um, I think Star City Which was running that event Had planned for an event Of like maybe 3,000 players I think their cap was 2,005 or 3,000 players But in the mm-hmm. end I think that there were only Like 1,000 to 1,300 players Who 1,000 1,500 players who showed up And the of reason why Is because You die on your way there I don't, I don't think it's death You know Magic players are gung-ho lot But uh, I think it was more That transport was a problem oh, um, okay. The airports were shut down uh, Roads were flooded So it was very difficult <coughs> For people to get to the GP uh, And from a convenience perspective You know We just decided not to um, I think it is relevant In Asia um, Less relevant in America But mm. my perspective is that It's because the GPs Are getting incredibly expensive yeah, that's like main that's events another, are hitting eighty US dollars, hundred US dollars, eighty US bucks. Okay, yeah, wow. I think like uh, what were they charging in KL? They were charging. They were uh, charging ninety sing dollars minimum. That's yeah, for that's early like the bird. basic early yeah bird. basic early bird registration. So I I spoke to a lot of the the Malaysian players when we were at GPKL and. Uh, they mentioned that it was just too expensive for them to play in the main event. Yeah. And that's why the capacity of... While there were a lot of people like milling around, buying cards, selling cards, um, just experiencing maybe even the side events, very, very few players were able to... At least like the Malaysian players were, were happy or willing to pay the, the price of the GP. Mm. Um, so I think in America where it's for them like a bit of a road trip and they'll set money aside for it. Uh, in Asia, it's... It's about getting so, to the pro yeah, tour. It's about, yeah, it's just really getting there. So again, it depends on how much the qualifier costs, what's the price oh, yeah. pool, etc. So it might pull those players who wouldn't play in the main event of a GP. Um, might get them to play in the, the proto qualifier. But the problem with that is that it might take away attendance from the main event and be detrimental to like, yeah, what they're that, trying to that, achieve. That kind of uh, the other thought that went yeah. in my head because the, the minute... Uh, I, I think somebody mentioned in the chat... So what if you six three on first day? Okay. Do you try to cash out on the GP the second day, or do you just go for a pro tour qualifier? I, then that will lie on your own objectives, right? Like, are you mm. looking to cash out the GP and then go, like straight away after you cash out, just drop? Yeah, but six three is like six three is like mm. try hard mode, man. Yeah. Maximum <laughs> try hard mode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're six three, you could try to top it the GP and qualify for a PT. You anyway. can't top it. Really. Six three, you can't top it. <laughs> Oh, six three can't always. Six three, six yeah. three. You can barely make top sixty four. <laughs> you have to win every game. You can lose one game. Well, actually, I think if you six three, you win out on day two with excellent tiebreakers. You are an outside shot for it. Wow! I think you are a very, very outside chance for six it. Six three. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would say that depends on the attendance. Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. Depends on the attendance. Yeah, yeah. If, like you have a three thousand plus. Players, uh, GP, okay, then you're not going you. that street. <laughs> you would probably still play in the PDQ. Yeah, but yeah. like I mean, if you could day two with six three, it yeah. really depends on your objective whether you drop and play or play the PDQ, right? Mm-hmm. So like in terms of attendance, whether it will pull people away from the main event or not, I think that remains to be said, lah. Because I feel that probably what will happen is since it's a day two event, uh, people will come for the GP anyway, and when they do drop. They will play the event, so it won't it won't pull away players, yes. existing players from the GP. The event has to start first thing in the morning. Yeah. Two hundred twenty five players is a nine round event. Yeah, it's so like, in uh, fact, I feel that in, in, in like, I don't know about the Super Sunday series and <laughs> what kind of attendance to generate, but whether it pulls away players from the main event of the GP, I feel. I mean, personally, I feel it won't okay. uh, because people will just flow naturally from uh, you know not making day two in the GP towards the PDQ. And then people who are only there for the PTQ because the cost of the main event, which is the GP, is too high, will just come for the PT anyway in 
the overall net effect it should be an increase but you know I can't be sure like, it feels that way yeah, there not. are a lot of variables in the air uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of it really does come down to price structure and payout uh, yeah. okay. Not really, I think, because actually previously Super Sunday series, if let's say if you play either the standard one or the sealed ones, okay, it's actually number of players it's actually switch rounds plus one. So effectively, <coughs> every Super Sunday series you'll be playing like ten rounds. So wow. if you lose one match, you'll probably not make it to top top eight. four, for uh, top, top four. four. Yeah, so top each four. event yeah, top yeah. four, you actually get to play the draft. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. you will brand that as a more casual event because 10 rounds of Swiss <laughs> sounds <Yeah>. intense. <laughs> yeah, oh, so that's what. Yeah. You gotta work. Hey, man, you get to play, man. You gotta play. You can what? X2? Your max is X2, right? You can't X2. Oh, you can't X2. You can't X2. You can't X2. X1. It's a single elimination. It's not casual anymore. It's not casual anymore. So, so no, it's double, it's double elimination. No, no. Uh, FG, it's double elimination. It's Swiss, right? No, it's basically the same structure as a normal magic event where you actually have to basically win almost everything. I think whether. I mean, it's actually not that suited for casual players. I mean, yeah. casual players would probably play the side events. So, like the American oh, yeah. events, right? Um, the payout for price tickets goes down quite far. So that's the difference. Oh, like, okay, okay. Yeah, so then they like get people to play. are playing for for price price tickets, or they are playing mm. for a shot at the big pool. Mm. Um, there are other events on Sunday. So again, it does basically boil down into what is the cost-benefit analysis or what is the EV for each of these events uh, vis-a-vis the other events that are being run on Sunday at the American events. Oh. Um, so that, 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 those are things that like, we can't really comment on right now because we haven't seen how the deals react. Yeah. Uh, we'll, see, oh, yes. we'll see it when the first GPs come along or when they start to announce um, their price structures for those events. But I think that the one, like what Cass was talking about just now, the 6-3, whether you day 2, uh, mm. whether you play day 2, I think that the difference is that the GP, if you day two and you do relatively well, it awards pro points. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. All these events the do PTQ, not. The PTQ, we don't know whether it, it you, will. Uh, it doesn't. Does it award I don't points? think it does. It no, but the minute point, you get invited to pro tour, you, you do. Yeah, yeah. Points, I mean, uh, I mean, the actual PTQ itself will not award any pro points, but. To the winner who will actually eventually fly over there, he's the only one awarded the pro points because the he one right. guy, the so one guy, if he's like, attending. I think that if you are a GP grinder uh, and if you six three, mm-hmm. uh, and you still haven't filled out any of your GP slots for for pro points, then you're gonna continue to play because yeah, if okay, you do I fairly guess. well, you will get a certain amount of points, and that can help to feed you into like future to tour, yeah. Tour, yeah. So I think for the grinders, it doesn't really change the math, okay. but. Yeah, for those like casual like one shot like I know I'm good but and, then I and the whole PT, PT, PDQ compared to Super Sunday series yeah. whether it's casual or competitive I think it's all about personal objectives because okay. you, you can go there with the mindset of I want to win then your objective is I want to win and qualify for a pro tour if your objective <laughs> is I'm here for a GP I want to play some magic you're going to play anyway regardless of how well you do so it's very personal it's very personal we can't really decide for the community what their objectives yeah. are honestly there are a lot of players who come to GPs and don't play the main event <laughs> oh yes that's true that's very hey, true hey man I'm here to buy some cards yeah. hey, hey, buy man, some I'm commander foils some cards. Yeah. I want some foils man where's yeah. my telepathy foil telepathy. I have actually been asked for telepathy foil Hey, by me lah No, no, in one. an American GP What the hell? In an American okay. GP I was asked by two people In the same GP Do you have the Liberty Falls? I think this was in San Diego last year Is it and a I was woman? Like, I looked at the guy And I Oh, it's Sorry, guys. bro <laughs> If it's a woman I would like to uh, Get her to marry me Telepathy foil, man. That's some nasty. I asked, I asked <laughs> Murali for telepathy foil. It's like, look at me, like, I hey, think you think I, I do this have kind of kukuchiao cards? Uh? Telepathy foil. Oh, that I is your comments best friend. In case Murali watches the I podcast, I cannot comment. No, I asked Murali for it. Then he looked at me, like, you think I keep this kind of kukuchiao foil? You keep every kukuchiao foil, please. <laughs> you keep every foil. I think, uh, yeah. no, I can't say it. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the other thing about GP is that there's no more in-store uh, Grand, Pro, Grand Prix trials. Man. Okay, cool. Which, yeah. Less you know, events lah. You know, I, I think that the, the GPTs were not very relevant anyway. Like yeah. say for example for us, we run GPTs for an American GP. You're not going to go to Like nobody's going to anyway. go to a GP. <laughs> yeah. So the only GPTs that we have well attended are the ones for the Southeast Asia where it's actually reasonable relevant, right. that people relevant. would go for that event uh. I know GPKL there were like people like yeah, chaining GPK, GPTKLs precisely like, precisely um, uh, here and there yeah because then it would make sense because right now GPT Dallas I didn't even go to Dallas yeah so GPT like, Louisiana <laughs> I'm not going to Louisiana bro so it, it's it's kind of weird lah, like you uh, it was supposed to I guess the main objective was to 
increase the number of uh, uh, increase the attendance for the GPs, but I don't think it did that lah. So I don't think it. I, I don't know because I don't think you achieved that too One uh, I mean if you're a grinder GPT is definitely a way To make your time easier There at the GP Because two round buy Basically gives you The time to Go into the event Check in Go and buy and your breakfast relax. Have a you know, Relax before the actual seven Next, next seven rounds And right? go scout But if you're a grinder You'll probably hit That 2000 Class Points yeah already. But, but for yeah. one It's a It's a It's a, it's a sneak grind. in It's a sneak in right yeah. If you win You can stop grinding For that one GP e- Correct uh, Especially for Southeast Asia region Like GPT Brisbane I, I mean I went for like uh, When we Grey Ogre Were having a PDQ For standard uh, I went to CMG And I played The modern PDQ It's still at, It's still at like 19 players So I And people there When I, I was talking to them I saw some of the Modern customers Who came here they said they were going to Brisbane and it's actually very relevant to them, oh, right? Okay. Uh, so when it's relevant, when it's relevant, when it's relevant, relevant, relevant. it's close by, it's relevant. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the one thing I don't like is that GPTs always give shops a way to structure their their tournaments, uh, give them fair amounts of uh, scheduling. So every for shop a, has a, for a reason, right? Yeah. For so a reason. the one the one thing I don't like is because then shops will do this thing called race to the bottom, like People will start yeah. giving exuberant prices, trying to attract customers, and everybody. Oh, yeah. Exorbitant <laughs> sorry, sorry man Yeah so, this price, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry Exorbitant pri- prices And a lot of stores Will be doing that And I mean It's good for the players Because you know We're getting a ridiculous Sum back In yeah. terms of prices But is it really good For stores Especially small stores Who are just starting up And can't compete On this level I think long, this is a very Legitimate argument and, Long uh, long run it, It's yeah. good in the short term For players But it's bad in the long term For the community But then I guess uh, During the past Like 2016 Stores have been Changing their mindset They have been yeah. changing Their uh, Price payout for GPTs it has more yeah. it has more or less become a very casual price payout. Yeah, kind of but yeah. that was I I feel that reasoning is because GPTs are given by Watsi schedule uh, for every TO there's a scheduling for these events so there's no need to compete. Yeah, there's a reason why you're having a tournament yeah. versus. Hey, I want you to just come to my store and play and spend some money and buy my booster packs. And yeah, stuff because like that. if that weekend has only one GPT and there's no PBQ for some magical reason, people want to just play some competitive magic. We'll go and play anyway and have a good time. Yeah, magical unicorn. Yeah, magical <laughs> unicorn land. So, and <laughs> I just saw the I saw the the gesture. Too bad there's no video, but like and for for one at least for us in Singapore, I think we are very. Uh, Calculative, and I think that if this is going to happen, we become spoiled for prizes, <laughs> and it'll be very hard for you know new upcoming shops who want to build a community to compete on this level because you know clearly they don't have the, the backings to do so la. And in the end, it feels detrimental if you know if that is really going to happen. Like everybody's going to do the race to the bottom for like giving up prizes and price structure. So I don't really like it. I feel like currently this system is fine. It benefits the players, it benefits the TOs. It's, I mean, it's casual. It's not mm. going to generate a whole bunch of attendance. But it's good because no one is forced to do anything like... Yeah, and like all of yeah. this is automatic. So I'm not quite sure why you're taking away. Like the minute you key into the system, the winner, uh, you have... Unless I don't think there's, there, have, there have been a lot of uh, mishaps... In yeah. the past But recently I haven't seen like Oh okay You know I was supposed to have These two buys And then The system didn't Actually record it So I I, I think it's uh, A wasted opportunity la. But I guess You know You don't want to give Too many people Free buys uh, Yep Just That's part strange. of the reason right? Because okay. actually Okay if you actually Do see the number of buys Like 1, 2 and 3 I think Last year or 2 years ago They actually There was a discussion That there was Too many Too many right Taiwan Two buys, then one buy. Yeah. A Dubai, one but buy. I mean, I. But these players who whether, whether it's too many or not, <laughs> I. <laughs> you don't three buy me. Uh. <laughs> no, I never three buy. <laughs> whether or not, the discussion was there's too many or not. I think shouldn't change anything, right? Because it the, the players your day too. Okay. Yeah. It changes yeah. your day too. It changes yeah, yeah. the match. Oh yeah. yeah. And it changes the, the experience. Like, like you imagine Taiwan, right? They they had the article. Seventy percent players had one round buy. Okay. <laughs> 30% players had two round by and okay. then temp- uh, I forget like 5% players had three round by because of something but yeah the attendance <coughs> was not very high Okay. Uh, but even then seven, <laughs> less than oh half your all <coughs> is not playing on round one Okay. and that changes the way you that changes yeah. sort of the way you, you view things la. maybe does, yeah. 
uh, administratively, it might be a little tough because you know you got to manage the round one, bu- one round buys first. Then you got to allocate judges to make sure that, or tournament organizers to make sure that okay, registration gets done within this period of time. Okay, and so forth and so on. So, I understand that it complicates matters a bit. But I think if you're a good events management company, yeah. or if you know how to manage your I events, think it's negligible, like it's right? negligible. So. It's not so yeah. much that it's negligible as that the cost is already sunk. Yeah, Regardless of whether there are yeah, yeah. 1,000 like, players with one buy or like 1,000 players with you, just you have still to need plan. to have your system yeah. and structure to yeah. manage the You buys, just so. need to plan it out yeah. properly. Actually, it affects all. the mats for day two. That's the yeah. main thing for players. So for, yeah. Yeah. Not so much for the, the TOs, yeah. I think. TOs, I think more or less it's the same. It's yeah. not going to do much, but it's for players with whether they'll have the chance of getting day two. Day two, yeah. <laughs> two yeah. rounds, but that's quite a lot. That's good. Yeah, but it's okay. Anyway, uh, let's move on our discussion to the big topic, which is the Magic World, World Magic Cup. Boo. WMC. Boo. 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 Don't like it. I want my promos, man. Let's start. Yeah, let's start with the uh, return to three-person teams. So right now we used to we are having four per- yep. four-person teams. We're going to go back to three-person teams. Uh, the fourth person was introduced when we did away with the uh, with the nationals. That was about five uh, five or six years ago. <coughs> and uh, this extra player, this fourth player, is supposed to be the coach. He or she doesn't play. Uh, every round Or one person sits out uh, Every round And uh, then they play As a normal WMC And then this player Goes around to To instruct players Or yep. to coach players How to play Basically If you've got one Very good player He or she Will play all three decks Yeah Yeah Almost uh, You know And sometimes Leave it autopilot you press the, a, the you press the auto button and then let it go for a while. Auto then you button. move over to the next the next guy. Then you you click off the auto button. Yeah, you basically instruct the player. So there's one less one less player. Uh, but right now everyone gets to play, and uh, I don't know whether this is a good or bad thing. But uh, you know there have been uh, the main thing is that uh, it's about the people who are who are at the pro uh, the the not pro tour the, the world magic cup. Yeah, uh, it has made. Some awkward uh, team, uh, well, yeah, team dynamics apparently. So I'll, I won't question that. They're probably like infighting. You see, like team uh, team Uruguay come out. Like one guy who's got a black eye says, "Okay, I'm not playing today." So we know how they settled the uh, who doesn't play today uh, fixture, right? Fristakovs, man. <laughs> yeah, outside in the parking lot. You know. For the World Magic Cup The hotel where There's Ruta at right There's a boxing ring At the bottom Like jousting Mm. platforms And boxing rings I I thought it'd be like You know one guy Would throw the deck in the air And it's like Fight for it Fight Fight. uh, Until the last card drops right Yeah we see who's left standing And then that guy (laughs) Will be playing I don't I mean Whether or not It's three or four man teams Doesn't I I mean I've never gone for it uh, but I don't think it really matters that much. Um, I don't know, but I, if I don't let's know. say I'm the say. last person who was left out, you feel kind of. I don't like feel kind of. I mean, I want to play <laughs> Magic, but I'm just watching players. I mean, I'm just watching my friends or my teammates playing Magic, and, and that's all I'm doing for it. But, but that's the best and part. Then you can play the blame game, bro. We lost because you know you, you did this. Bro. If only I was playing, bro. You know, idiot, man. You don't solve, like, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I've overheard like the Singapore team for last year, the Cloud Gold Ranger team. Yeah. Uh, uh, but there's a lot of infighting No matter who is the coach Or who is left out yeah. So whether or not It's a small team Or a bigger team Everyone it, will bound, it, If there's going to be infighting It's bound to happen anyway yeah. Okay So yeah, if cool. there's three There's definitely no infighting yeah, Because, because in everyone the end, have every, every race play style is different right? Like you should play XYZ Then it's like No it play ABC It's like No man I'm a better player bro you know? yeah. I'm not going to listen to you Yeah so that's not going to change Whether it's four men or three Yeah, yeah. yeah. it yeah. doesn't yeah. change yeah. It, yeah. it still doesn't change the yeah. 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 So that was the excuse la. Actually what they're trying to do Is to I don't have to pay For one more air yeah. ticket for 52 countries Somewhere there uh, to, to come attend My World Magic Cup And it also doesn't You don't have this Like awkward Like one guy Walking around behind <laughs> I think that, that Probably is, is That probably is uh, A bit more the reason Than I think Not so much the money Because 
Yes, it's 52 countries. I assume that 52 countries. It's not even 52 countries. It's right? just a few booster boxes for them, right? Yeah, for, for them, it's, it's a negligible cost in yeah. the overall scheme of their marketing budget, which is essentially what the Pro Tour is, is their <coughs> marketing budget. Um, but I think that like from a dynamic perspective, from a structure perspective, it becomes a lot easier for them because they don't have to think about the fourth guy, you know, because it's exactly as Dennis was saying. So like, what like, do I do with guy, this you know, guy? What are you going to do with this clown, you know, if you're this one guy? You know, <laughs> and hey, and hey, when hey. it comes to feature yeah, matches, I tell you what, guys, you play first, huh? I go and buy lunch. That sounds like good teamwork, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I mean, that would be good teamwork, but then yeah. like, oh. But then lunch is provided in the buffet. Oh, somebody's got to queue for their food. Yeah, that's right. You want to get the good stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Send someone early, bro. Yeah. I will be the coach because if I qualify, I'll be the bad player. I'll be collecting lunch and like, you, you guys, we're gonna lose to Singapore because you play bad. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but bro, we got lunch first. Yeah. We got lunch, man. And we took all the food we, for all the. I took all the <laughs> nuggets, all the oysters, all the, the Singaporean style. Yeah. <laughs> Feel your plate. Oh, I've high seen high. that recently by like I, I, some buffet. Like I think the past month, it's yeah, just yeah, take like the whole tree and just. Just scoop it onto your plate. Like, like, yeah. oh, every yeah. buffet in Singapore, man. <laughs> then you deny <laughs> other players. Ah, exactly. It is not enough for me to just succeed, All but for others to play. play. <laughs> we need we need a fourth player. Yeah, so I, I do think that it's uh, it's a structure perspective. It doesn't it, it just it's very, very problematic that this one guy roaming right. around. Uh, uh, the other thing also is that when we do coverage, so if you notice for the World Magic Cup. Last year, coverage was actually not very... Uh, it's not the standard coverage you're used to where you have overhanging cameras over the table yeah. because right now you have the extremely long table. Yeah. And uh, so what they did was to have one camera uh, over the shoulder of all yeah. three players, which is not ideal. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you you know if you have the one less person roaming around, which means that you cannot like sneak up on players watching cards, you can have three separate tables. And when you have three separate tables, you can have three separate cameras, you know, focus on the table. But I think it's still a team event, right? Yeah, Where they want I to sit next to each yeah. other and ask... Do they have they, to they, sit next to each other? They'll probably sit next to each other. I think they'll still sit next other, to each I other. Think. I can't remember how it was run because the Is there outside assistance? I believe oh, yeah. that you can get up from your table to walk to, go to another table. This. Very similar to how a chess tournament is run. Or oh, rather, okay, a chess tournament. Right, right. Like okay. how it would run like a team <coughs> sealed or team limited... I mean, team sealed or team constructed... In the oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Players are always so, yeah, you can together. Yeah, they could the talk about. Yeah. Yeah, whether like a certain line of play is correct. Yeah. Or not. So I right. think right. it will still be the awkward camera over the shoulder thing. Oh it's just whether there's like a, that, It's just whether there's a one random dude roaming around the back, like you, 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 giving the camera the weird smile. <laughs> Like, huh? uh, yeah, you guys can't see it lah, but like some like creeper going around in the background. Uh, okay, so they're going to. I I think this uh one part the shift back to standard. Uh, that is yeah okay. Um, this they're going to do away with WMCQs. So no more WMCQs. We used to have three. Uh, we're going to go back to the nationals. Uh, and. Uh, okay, so let me read the, this passage and why they did it. Over the past five years, the World Magic, Cup, uh, World Magic qualifiers uh, provided an avenue for players to qualify for World Magic Cup while alleviating the issues that had led to uh, us to cancel nationals in the first place. The reason why they cancelled nationals is the lack of season organizers in many countries was translating into nationals being the main, if not only, tournament and it was impeding the development of regular player opportunities necessary to the development of local magic communities. Mm. So what this means was that Nationals was the only big tournament, uh, but now we have places like, I think they only run, they're only referring to the states where we have SEG IQs, where we have SEG uh, Invitationals, uh, invita yeah, invitationals and the, the, the Championships, where they're referring to Japan, where they got big magic, uh, and they what what other big tournaments? Haruya. Uh, Haruya. Haruya. Okay. How can I forget Haruya? When we're looking at uh, uh, Europe, which recently started the the Magic Cup Market Championships, so uh, you know the, now the the organizers have gotten big enough so that they can organize their own like big tournaments. Uh, similar to the Pro Tour But not exactly the Pro Tour uh, Yeah and so Now we don't need the World Magic Cup qualifiers Because there's all these other big events So 
Yeah. Doesn't sound like a very convincing argument. Well, it sounds like a convincing argument to move away from nationals. Doesn't sound like a convincing argument to go back to nationals. I think we actually have to look at the background of what nationals was. Yeah. yeah. And so to get that scoop. To, 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 actually, the two of you. Two yep. of you. I think that there's a in, in this important perspective that needs to be taken, right? Um, yeah. What's his view globally mm-hmm. um, and what's his view regionally? So I think like when I look at the global perspective, right, it makes sense for them. China is really coming up with their own tournament circuit. Um, oh, yeah. Taiwan has their own tournament circuit, small, but it, it's there. Um, even we are you know, oh, very yeah. Im- invitational right? we are starting our own or trying to do kriogagames.com kriogagames.com we're trying to do our own like um, long tournament invitational type um, event uh, in America there's no question now, with Star City yeah. uh, there they are really there's very very big things and you're, you're forgetting things like Eternal Weekend uh, you're oh, forgetting things yeah. like uh, other major like there was one what was it uh, it was in GP Vegas one five it was a uh, Cartmageddon oh yeah 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 Cartmageddon it, it wasn't it wasn't very well attended but the fact that Iron they Man are Magic? Yeah, they're interested yeah. to do those <laughs> events right shows that there is appetite in America to get this done yeah. I think honestly the place where there's a bit of a gap is Europe because Europe is despite being in a union they are very disparate uh, yeah. And in some countries, because of uh, local laws, uh, they're not able to hold events. Uh, for example, Germany, where you can't prize. do like yeah. uh, you can't cash do events. cash buyers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that it has, like, based on the logic of why they moved away from nationals, it kind of has uh, worked out. Yeah, in that it has developed. The smaller like stores have been given an opportunity to run a bigger event, mm-hmm. uh, which they might not have um, been able to do in the past. Um, so like for example Grey Ogre I think that without the WMCQ experience last year um, Mark and Howe and the rest would have been less inclined to try and do an invitational tournament this year because they didn't have the experience yeah. um, so the argument that, that it does help you to lead from small events to big events um, does it's seem to hold yeah, exactly. water uh, and maybe from their perspective right now it is time to cut away the additional logistics requirements of doing WMCQs uh, and then pulling everything back to well, nationals okay That's, but part of it actually um, last time nationals used to be run by WOTCs themselves mm. yeah so <coughs> and last time even like let's say pre-release it was run by WOTCs themselves yeah. yeah so effectively events were run that way then the other thing was before that there was also the introduction of PWP, which mm. made on to WMCQ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So previously, nationals was there's only like the top seventy five players, composite, and then they were qualifier tournaments. Yep. It's like a, a one day. It's a one day tournament. It's a two, two day. day tournament. Two day event, yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's a two day event, uh, and it was fed into by firstly I think it's rating, right? Yep, rating, rating, which was ELO back then. It was ELO uh, ratings back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think ELO it was ELO ratings. It was ELO yeah, ratings. It was ELO ratings. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, it was like, chess ELO ratings. So and, well, you had to um, fight against some other guy and then get. No, I mean like so they, they determine ranks based on ELO. Yeah, but okay, okay, I yeah. think MTG moved away from ELO a very long time ago uh, because they felt that there was a lot of discrepancy. Uh, okay. I think like Kai Bart could play an entire event, go like. 10-1 or some shit like that very very ridiculous score <laughs> and still lose points so that was yeah, yeah, yeah. so that, there was a point where yeah there was a point where they just decided that that didn't make sense anymore um, because there's variance if this was a game like chess where the better player almost always wins uh, then the ELO rating will hold true but in Magic where there's it's a game of variance yes, uh, you could potentially just mana screw and lose that's also the bad I mean that's also the other part whereby players could co-storage their points yeah, yeah, yeah. and they stop playing right. yeah. once they hit oh, a certain yeah, ELO yeah, they would yeah, just stop playing like, yeah, you yeah, which don't was, have to it was just bad you know? <laughs> uh, then the other way to qualify for nationals was that they ran a series of like I think national was, qualifiers yeah three or four national qualifiers and if you top uh, eight the national qualifier you would make it to nationals but uh, those were organized by WOTC. Were the national qualifiers organized by WOTC? They were found out to stores. But honestly, back then, there were like maybe three, four stores Comics, in Singapore. Comic Smart. Comic Smart. So we, we, JJ I, I used to work for Comic Smart and uh-huh. uh, Mart used to run like most of them. And then like, it wasn't really World of JJ. I think it was like, Apang's place. I think. Uh, Asia Card Shop. Asia Card yeah, Shop. Card shop. Yeah. So there, there were like a small, few small like I think there were like were, five or... Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not, not that many. Yeah. And I think that like... WOTC dictated how many qualifiers you're allowed to run. I think it's four and then they farmed it out. Mm. I, I'm not certain whether that was the case. But yeah, yeah so it was very it was very hairy back then. It was uh, a lot of like it it, it feels uh, the way you describe it, it feels like a very channeled hierarchy. 
yeah. uh, requires a lot more like right. you know, but I, I, like I guess how the that RPTQs uh, are now. as a result no. of that uh, there was a lot more emphasis and a lot more prestige that came along with being uh, the national champion yeah. you being are invited invited yeah. 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 but for now because you have to top for a fairly large event that ostensibly included the best players in your country and yeah. then you had to go and do well yeah. for the oh wow okay so Actually, yeah, to be invited into nationals itself was hard yeah it was it was tough <laughs> it was tough yeah i, I, like I honestly don't know whether it is any easier now because mm. you actually have to win uh, a tournament uh and honestly yeah. i think like based on size our wmcqs now are larger than like our than nationals, nationals used to yeah. be yeah. For so sure. nationals used to be like 70 yeah wmcq like each wmcq last year hit more than 200 plus players yeah i think we hit 224 minimum for every wmcq for every w- yeah yeah um i think that the difference is that one is an invitational tournament so mm. ostensibly the, the the quality of the players is higher uh and the wmcq is an open tournament so anybody uh, can okay. participate well yeah. it's not it's also a true invite but the bar is set Quite low, uh, yeah. Low, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have to have a <laughs> certain a amount bar, of points. Yeah, right? the, but the, yeah. I'm sorry, that bar seems to be non-existent. <laughs> yeah. 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 To, to us, it seems to we be We check at the WER. Basically, everybody Basi- who play Magic yeah. to qualify, man. Basically, you probably have like 400 players who actually qualified for it. Yeah, I think probably our last chance like qualifier... 600 players. Yeah, our last chance qualifier was like 8 people or something right, for the WER. <laughs> yeah. It was a very, very small else, amount. Nobody yeah. could quali- not qualify. No, I mean, you could. Nobody could not qualify. LCQ gives you a buy if you're already qualified. No, actually, I think they removed no, it. They they removed it was purely okay, yeah. for people who did not qualify yeah. okay. and wanted to qualify year, for WMCQ. Yeah. Okay. They had that little table in the corner that had very bad yeah. lighting. <laughs> hey, don't say like that. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry the lighting wasn't better. I will endeavor to work harder, so, but we're not going to have WMCQ So, anymore. it's the real question for this. I remember it was eight, eight players, players, right? Yeah, yeah. eight players. But yeah. then now, Just is it so the question it. whether it feels more prestigious to play the old national style or is it that we should move towards... Uh, Magic being more accessible to all players, yeah. where you know it's easy to qualify for an event, although it's not that prestigious because everybody can play. Yeah. Okay. So let's say we go back to I don't know how they're going to structure nationals now, but uh, from the from the feel of the article is that it's going to really go back to old style that old style nationals, which is the top X number of players get invited, and then you got to play in the in the national. Uh, uh, national qualifiers I think I mean Based on the announcement It says If, if we are looking at the <coughs> Invasion oh, okay. policy you need accrue yeah. A certain number of Place points Which would be the same The same. 200 Okay it, so it's the no, WMCQ yeah, It's the just WMCQ. A, I mean it's just A change of name To yeah. make it into Nationals Yeah okay yeah. Except now You only have I mean one. maybe the change Is that they put the bar A bit higher Because there's only one I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, it's the same. They, Who knows? It's might, yeah, but yeah, we have no idea. For I don't now. think it changes the math significantly yeah. because I think that the players who are good enough to qualify play enough magic to get to that, that, that benchmark anyway. Yeah, but then so, now you're removing. Okay, so we had this, uh, me and Cass had the conversation earlier. You're removing the number of chances that people can, can join. Uh, but the fact that you, you now only have a three person team, one of the persons is the, the highest pro player, the best pro player in your country. Uh, and then the other two players will be invited from nationals. So, you know, you're removing one slot already. Yep. Is that and then what they're doing? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what they're doing. Second, so that's why so we first and about then two. The so three that's men and the four-man team. Yeah, wow. that's a okay, okay. That's a change from the previous national system because I believe that there were all three, of time all three or all four. Yeah, it? well, the winners <laughs> of the tournament. So potentially the best player in your country could not be playing for yeah, the Yeah, then they the pass down the team. invite. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, it just gives less opportunity for players to, to get they get a shot into a fix of uh, magic. Yeah, the 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 World Magic Cup. Uh, granted that you have to win the tournament. You know, making it to the top eight is good. Is very difficult. Like last year, every tournament you had to eight and one to make sure that you make it to the top eight. In fact, there was one guy who eight and one, uh, eight one and zero. He's uh, and he didn't make it. Prank. <laughs> yeah. So eight zero one will make you into the tournament. Eight uh eight one zero, I think one guy la there were three people eight one zero and then one guy didn't make it and the guy was very sad. Like Ninth place. Marty, Marty. Oh salt, so heavy, so much salt. It could be so many flavors, but you choose to be salty. <laughs> uh yeah, but then making it to the top eight is tough. To win is even tougher. And then you're at the finals. 
and the finals you just happen to mana screw or this thing. So yeah. like national sounds like okay, you you make it that far, uh, you get to the finals. Okay, you've you've gotten your place, uh, but there's only one. It's not like we yeah. we you know carve it over three. So yeah, like just less opportunity for players. And uh, what we were talking about is that is this good for stores? And it doesn't feel that way. No, really I mean doesn't. it doesn't feel that way. For one, I believe that uh, what I said was uh, so like the build up, right? So the mm-hmm. argument is that the WMC queues help smaller stores get the experience of holding hosting organized plays, uh, long term organized play for like year IQs and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So if we didn't get that, if we didn't get that experience, then how could we run again? The, right, that's a very Singapore centric argument. Okay, mm-hmm. there okay. are three WMC queues yep. in America. Yeah, okay. that's so who it. runs the three WMCQs? Channel Fireball. Okay. I think they ran one. I think Star City ran the other one. Okay. And then, uh, I, think it was, I think it was Troll and Total or ABU ran the last one. I, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, but okay. you see, it, it's not small stores who are running yeah. the WMCQ in America. It's, already it's not small stores that are running really the WMCQ in Japan. It's Hariria, Big Magic, and yeah, uh, no. Dragon Star. I think it was one of those one of the okay. other big stores in 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 Japan. Uh. Mm-hmm. So it's a very very uniquely Singapore perspective. Even in okay. Maybe Singapore, Malaysia, Asia, Australia, I mean Asia, Southeast Asia. Yeah, it may be Southeast Asia, Australia, Asia yeah. Pacific. Yeah. Because yeah. even yeah. Australia, okay, so I think it's like Good Games and like two other people who, who ran the thing. Um, so the argument that it gives the small stores experience to run bigger so events, it's not, it's not really, it's not, doesn't really hold true globally. Yeah, okay. It holds true for Singapore <laughs> for sure. And I think that it, it, help, um, it helps the stores here who have the right uh, attitude, right? Um, develop and think about how they want to run bigger events. Even games. But... Uh, it, it doesn't really it doesn't really do that in in the in America, countries yeah, yeah, more established states lah, right? Yeah. Right. So the yeah. argument that that WMCQ does help to feed events, it's like smaller events into bigger events, or, or teach like the smaller people how to build events, right? Is tenuous at best globally. Um, mm-hmm. We benefited from it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I think yeah, Great yeah. Games benefited massively from from running the the WMCQ yeah, last year. Um, but yeah, I, I can understand that, that it's not a global argument. And yeah. I can understand why Wizards wants to move away from it. Yeah, but um, I can't imagine like if you have such a big tournament on one specific day, everybody's like, all the Magic players have to cl- clear, their, clear their calendars. Well, I guess you have well, to anyway. One la. year in advance. It's one yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. I mean, if you can't make it, you can't make it. So you know that that's really that, that's how it used to be in the past. So, yeah, you can't make it. You can't make yeah, it. Yeah, you can't make it. You'll probably yeah. You but, miss the free draft. Yeah, but yeah, it kind of sucks for players, yeah. Like yeah. you only have like that one chance. And we we're talking about promos. Then we are also yeah. talking about last time nationals. It used to be both limited and constructed. Yes. Oh. Seems like this new is only standard. event. It's only standard. So yeah, there's no limited. No, 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 no draft. draft! No free Sorry, draft! Oh, oh shit! Yeah, there's no two pots of free draft! Corderas! Corderas! No, it used to be uh, very interesting because, like, um, it used to mirror the structure of a major tournament yeah. in the past. And that's why Nationals mm. was actually really very fun. Yeah. Because it wasn't about, like, you know, if you misregistered your deck, you're screwed for a whole day, <laughs> a whole two days kind of thing. It was actually, there was quite a bit of variety that went on. Uh, and I think I remember one year where they. I don't know where they did Rochester. This is many, 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 many years ago. Rochester uh, Draft. Rochester Draft, which used to be. What? Uh, uh, it used to be a proto format. Uh, oh, Rochester Draft so used fun. to be a proto format. Uh, so and fun. I think that they did do that for one of the nationals. I Listen, you have to ask Ben. I think he mm-hmm. played in one of them. Uh, so yeah, the, I mean, like the different formats uh, to challenge players in the different aspects of Magic was very, very relevant. Uh, but if they're going to just a straight, no, they are, they are. No. And that's <laughs> yeah, the thing. Well, that's hey, at least from the article, it seems like yeah, this means the format yeah. for all nationals will also be standard. La 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 That's fine. That's cute. But for WMC, is there any limited format? Uh, WMCQ, no, there wasn't. No, like WMC itself, cup. Uh, World Magic Cup yeah, so There's so, a right? limited draft Then I mean Players are playing Nationals It's not going to help Good luck uh, man yeah, You're not going to get Any practice from yeah. The event itself yeah. From Magic the feeding event the yeah, and, and I think that Maybe that was a function Of what it used to be Because the qualifiers If I remember correctly There was constructed ELO There was limited ELO And you oh. could qualify On either So you yeah. could have A shit constructed rating uh, but you qualify on your limited ELO because you played yeah. very good limited. And, and the, the vice versa was true. So the event itself <coughs> had to screen to make sure that you could play both. You know? uh, yeah. okay. So maybe that was yeah. the reason. 
And there's Damn less of a reason man. to do it now. But it was a lot of fun. It was, yeah. yeah, it was. It, it really was a lot Do you guys participate in uh, the, the Nationals before? I never got in, but <laughs> I always like like loafed the around waiting for people to win so that they can cha cha. Then we can go to <laughs> Kushimbo because it used to be held at, uh, at uh, what's that? At so uh, you're the team captain. The no, I wasn't. I was just the the kiola sa, eat the food, no, go in the morning. That's for nationals, I think. Free value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Like towards the end of the day of first day of nationals, yeah, yeah you all probably went over the kushimbo. Yeah, 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 usually yeah. You know, yeah. Or, or like day two, at least after day two, somebody yeah. top eight, right, with some money, uh, then. So like, Woo! Thanks, bro. Kushimbo. Kushimbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, those are our thoughts. Uh, do we have any other closing thoughts on the? Changes to WMCQ. I think this is going to be a big thing. Uh, yeah. You know, if we don't know, like right now, it's so hard for us to predict. I mean, we can talk about X, Y, Z, and yeah. uh, it it seems like a little yeah, very cloudy. I, I think that it is detrimental for Singapore. Uh, but yeah. yeah, like for the rest of the uh, rest of the, the the world, it might actually help to solve some of their problems. Uh. Mm. Um, okay. Because like. I guess that like having one localized location is fair to everybody. Uh. Um, because true, our country yeah, is so yeah. small, it is a lot easier for us to make yeah, each event uh, well attended and a bit of a spectacle. You know, where we're doing a whole bunch of things. The only things. place where it will be so difficult to get to is even Tuas. no. <laughs> Yeah, I no. I was gonna say Pulau Ubin, but now that you mentioned to us, probably to us. Because you gotta like change your pass. Yeah, you need to for like visitor pass. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, probably need to bring Coney your passport. Island, uh. Coney Island. Coney Island. No, Coney Island is Coney Island. You can like you don't have to take a bump boat there, man. Yeah, yeah nowadays uh, like even Lazarus Island is connected by road, man. <laughs> Lazarus Island WMCQ. Like I, I imagine like you if you go to like Ubin or to go to like uh what's that um Takong. Then like halfway Tukum, through, man. halfway through, oh, suddenly bro. you're checking through your cars, and then the gust of wind blows and shoo! Oh no, it's all in the water. All the struggle, struggle, real struggle. After you, after you wash out, then after you go fall in. Uh, okay, so that that is our thoughts for the WMCQ and the Nationals know. and the. When when does it come into effect? Is it for national? Just this, this year? year? This year? This so we won't year. have WMCQs this year. Uh no. Oh, that's so the time where they're gonna give Ingmorf. So, so Blingmorf. Previously, Ingmorf? I thought there were three scheduled WMC. <coughs> Isn't that were there? Uh, it says here. It says here. To participate in their nationals, players will need to accrue a certain number of Planeswalker points by the end of the yearly award season, which is May 28, 2017, which means the national starts this year. Uh, okay, I mean, accrue this year, which means that they are qualifying for next year. So it's the same at like the previous No, WMC. it's qualifying for this year. WMC, WMCQ, you... You qualify for that year. year. That seems like it will cause a very large uproar because players don't really have enough time to accrue the they required They don't have enough points. time to react to the no, but yeah. change as well. It's yeah, but that's it's why it's saying, yearly. Yeah. So it's last year's... Yeah, so actually, I, yeah, that, that seems to make more sense. Yeah, like, so it's probably oh. next no, year. No, but if they indicated a 2017 cutoff, right? That's why, no. Then, yeah, even makes, even if it's for sense. next year, you don't have a lot of time to accrue points for next year. from... Last year's April, I mean last year's Correct last year's May, May yeah. Same, yeah. It's the same thing yeah. So if yeah. Nationals is this year It doesn't really matter But it's the same WMCQ took the points for last That you accrued for this year No, WMC took the points for last year's So effectively if you played Last no, year's WMC year, year. You can actually What was the cutoff date for WMCQ last year? Was, uh, May or something It's always been the same So by the end of May If you didn't have points enough You don't points, qualify, for, you don't qualify year. for this year's WMC Q Correct lah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's this year May, this no, year the cutoff. Then it'll be for this year, for, for, for the this national, year. This year. Yeah, so that means for, for this that year, following for that next uh, WMCQ lah. So let's okay. say so in now the important question is: Did they change the cutoff? I okay. So yeah. there's no there's yeah. no so no data right now. Right, yeah. it's very sketchy because like <coughs> you will get an uproar from the players. Yeah. They're basically going to get say the players who say that oh, I didn't know that this was the case. You increase the increase the cutoff on me. Now I don't qualify. Yada yada yada. So February. that's how Cass wins, man. Oh. Everybody not sure. Yeah. Q-Q Everybody people not sure. Oh. Then Cass is the only one there. Oh. Yes. Do, 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 do. 
talking about PWP points, so removing W, I mean removing GPTs actually means removing the three times multiplier. Oh yeah, so less mm. points, more grinding. Yeah. Anyway, that's another that's another issue for. So now. it seems like a very very complicated issue. Yes, um, there's a lot of variables that are in the air. Um, yeah. But and if they're trying to indicate a May cutoff, they better come with the details soon because <laughs> yes, are going to be and stores are going to be in a bit of a limbo because you know the people who are going to be left carrying the can are not really wizards are going to be the local game stores because <coughs> they're going to have to explain to oh, them yeah. players why. Uh, so this is something that I guess. Hey, bro! It's not my fault, man. It's wizards of the coast, mm. bro. Oh man, there's a premier event policy. Well, the policy itself is not the document is up, not up that a lot updated. updated. Yeah, yeah. Is using the old information. Yay! All right. Uh, if you have any other thoughts, do let us know either on our Facebook page or our Twitter or anywhere that you find this. You can leave it in the comments. Cool. Uh, so we're gonna end the show. And we're gonna have our breakfast uh, for a second time already. Second breakfast. Second breakfast, which is we're lunch. like hobbits, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening to the Power 9 Podcast remember every week you can find new episodes uh, on power9podcast.com mtgcast.com and on iTunes if you're there do leave us a review uh, do, you can also find us on youtube.com you can also find us on facebook.com slash power9podcast on uh, Instagram at power9podcast and on Twitter at power9podcast the 9 is the number 9 you can find myself on Twitter at the Asian Judge. You can find Cass nowhere on Facebook only. <coughs> on Facebook, but uh, you need to be you need to be a girl. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not even going to lie about no, these guys. No, Maybe no. wear a skirt. That's it. Got to tell nope. the truth, bro. <laughs> tell the truth. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Asian Judge, twitch.tv slash Grey Ogre Games. Uh, you can find us like Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights when we do the streams. I had a lot of fun doing the modern again. I think I'll just Alter do modern. Alter of the brew. Yeah, Alter of the brew. Crazy brew. Nasty shit. <coughs> Alright, uh, we're going to sign off for today. So for myself, Kaz, Joe and Dennis, we are signing off. We hope to see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Ciao. Breakfast. Second breakfast. Lombard bread. Lombard bread.